0: And don't forget that you're never too far gone from where God wants to take you. You are loved, you are seen, and he wants to desperately know everything about you. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Let's jump into this. Today is all about protecting this place of healing. I like to call it our self-love section. And again, we don't want to love ourselves more than Christ, but we definitely want to take care of ourselves and love ourselves like He loves us. And that's a process. And for many of us, well, we didn't learn that growing up or we didn't learn that in ministry. And it's, it's a process. I like the quote that says, God doesn't have to abuse you to use you. God doesn't have to abuse you to use you. I see far too many believers and mothers and, and pastors that spend their energy and time um, pouring their lives out, but they have nothing left. Their their emotions are raw. Their minds are cluttered. Their bodies are broken down. And it's like, okay, wait a minute. You're, you're feeling called of God, but you're not going to be around for very much longer because you have no longevity. There's no there's no sense of care to really create a pattern and a legacy for the future. And that's I think that's what I'm most passionate about and what I feel like a mandate is, is I want to teach you, at my table the idea of how to grow your life on purpose, how to stay inspired, but also how to be here tomorrow in the next year. I, I want your kids to get a mom and dad that are vibrant. I want your churches and your communities to get leaders that are vibrant and alive in God. And that takes a lot of discipline and it takes a direct understanding of how to do that. So I want to teach you a little bit about that. Today we're going to talk about Protecting the areas that Christ holds us completely responsible for. And we kind of got to jump down to Galatians chapter six to really understand this idea a little more. Galatians six gives us some insight into our yard. I like to call it our yard. But it says this in verse two carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. And you can read a little bit more. And then in verse five, it says this. Without comparing ourselves to someone else, for each one should carry their own load. Now, this is, this is critical when it comes to doing what God asks us to do. What he's saying is, is it's absolutely spiritual. It is holy. It is worthy. It is the, the call of the Christian or the Christ follower to help people carry their burdens. We want to be empathetic. We want to be compassionate. We want to, we want to respond. When we have a brother or sister in need, we want to be there. But then in verse 5, it says, each of us should carry our own load. And so it can feel a bit fickle if you don't really understand the meaning of this passage. And I didn't understand it, and I had to go deeper in it to understand it. See, when you look at the Greek, the word burden is, the, is a word that means or holds the meaning of a boulder. It's a crushing load. It's the thing that you cannot carry on your own. Think about people that have lost someone close to them or they lost a job or you know they, they were diagnosed with something and it's crushing. I mean, they literally can't do it on their own. They can't be in the hospital and feed their family. They, they can't pay their bills. There's, there's just a crushing load and it's, it is absolutely spiritually responsible for us to run to them and help them. But then if you look at each of us should carry our own load in verse 5, that word load actually means a backpack or a daily toil. And so it's saying, but it's also very spiritual to allow others to carry what is their daily toil, what's actually their responsibility and what we're all carrying, which is really allowing people to be adults, to live as adults. And so it's critical that we've got to get this right. And this is why it's so critical is... And it took me a while to understand this. But if we're busy taking care of other people's backpacks, paying our adult child's cell phone bills, and you know making sure that this person gets you know a ride there and this person gets money here, and this person's getting our help, but they could do it themselves, but they're just somewhat being lazy or dependent. Um, guess what, when someone has a crushing load in our environments, we won't be available. We'll be so busy doing what other people should be doing for themselves, we won't be actually able to be the spiritual person that we're called to be. So this is critical in our lives, and it's important that we get it right. So here's what I wanna talk about. Some of you have heard this, some of you have not, but I'm going to revisit this because it's critical that we understand this. And that is, we have a yard. It's our personal environment that Christ holds us completely responsible for. It's this little place, place of land and in the inside of us that God gives us every opportunity to steward and lead and nurture. And it's ours. You know, we bought this house a couple of years ago and we live in this kind of a retired neighborhood. We don't, I don't think we really knew how many old people lived in our neighborhood, but we do. And so they love to keep their, their lawns clean and neat and manicured. And so they're out there mowing their lawn consistently and, you know, sometimes I'll walk out and I'll look at our yard and it's like, oh man, this needs a little TLC. And the guy next to me, his yard is impeccable and clean and neat. And it would be weird if I got out there and said, hey, you know, to Doug across the street, like, Doug, why don't you mow my lawn? Why don't you do this? That would, that would feel odd because my yard is my responsibility and his yard is his responsibility. And the moment we start going into each other's yards is the moment our life begins to be overwhelming and we feel like we can't do it all or we don't actually grow up or we don't grow the skills to build the life we wanna, we wanna build. And so what is in our yard? i want to give you a few thoughts. There are three specific areas that Christ holds us responsible for to nurture and and really own. And that is, first, our feelings. Our feelings are in our yards. Now, I want to be really clear on this. Some of us are very emotional people. Some of us, we experience all kinds of emotions all the time. And that might have been a, a positive thing in your life. It might have been a really negative thing where people kind of quoted you or labeled you as the emotional one or you're just the girl or whatever it is. But I want you to know that your emotions and your feelings are very spiritual. God gave you emotions and feelings not so that you could be overwhelmed by them, but they were, uh, they were put within you to signal what needs to happen on the inside of you. They're, they're like the dashboard to our whole lives. So, oftentimes, you know, we could be going down and driving our car, we use our car all the time. But unless we get the gas light or the oil light or the car is a the door is ajar, we wouldn't know that unless the light came up. Well, that's how our emotions are. Our emotions give us understanding of what's happening on the inside of us. So, we're just doing regular life and going down the road and then all of a sudden, we get a feeling of anger, or we get a feeling of anxiety, or we get a a joyful feeling, or whatever it is, and that feeling signals us that what's going on on the inside of us at a deeper level. Sometimes if we feel like there's a a negative feeling, or a positive feeling, uh, we can feel ashamed of that feeling. But I want you to know something, and that is feelings have no moral value. They're like dreams, you can't be judged on a dream, you weren't fully conscious of it, you weren't able to to manage that and navigate that. Well, a feeling is the same way. A feeling can come and there is no moral value to that because you don't have control over how you're gonna feel about something, but you do get to decide if you're gonna put weight to it And put your kind of your strength into it, or you're gonna let it go. You know, the Bible said really clearly you can be angry and sin not, which means you can have the emotion or the feeling of something, but it's your job and responsibility to go in and figure out what's really going on and then learn how to steward it, because it will show up in our actions and attitudes. That's just part of it. So your feelings help you know what's going on in the inside of you, and some of us might feel out of control in some of our emotions, and I want you to ask the Holy Spirit to show you, what are you putting your finger on, and what can I do, what journey can I go on, because I'm in this pit of pain, or I'm in this place where I've forgiven myself, but there's, there's more to it. And Another thing I want you to understand is, you are not responsible for other people's feelings. I know, can I even say that? That feels like, What? What do you mean I have to be kind to people? What I mean is this, you are not powerful enough to go inside of anyone and choose the feeling that they're going to have. Now you can encourage a feeling of kindness and love and compassion and joy, but they're the only ones that are gonna be able to experience that and be in charge of that. Someone even negatively says, you made me angry. No, I didn't make you angry. I'm not powerful enough to go inside of you and choose anger, you did that. Now, I don't want you to antagonize people with that idea, but I want you to understand that the feelings that we all have with, you know, my husband and I, he has different feelings than I have. And I can be respectful and acknowledge his feelings without it actually me taking responsibility for his feelings. And that's the that's the critical part of us being really healthy in our journey. So um, what we often will do is uh, we we'll, we'll feel like we're responsible for someone. I'm responsible that they're happy with me and that they are okay with their life or that you know we we they somehow like me. And the truth is, yeah, you're not responsible for anyone biblically, except for your kiddos, you're not responsible, but you are responsible to people, which is how we treat people and how we approach them and how we talk about them is very critical to how we live our lives in a healthy way. So I want you to really think about your emotions. And instead of just labeling them or dismissing them, I actually want you to take some time and ask the Holy Spirit, what am I experiencing? What's going on with me? Well, I hope that really blessed your life. I hope that everything God is trying to get to you, you grabbed a hold of. Again, don't forget to give me a shout out on the socials. I'm there almost every day. And if this podcast really spoke to you, would you consider leaving a review so others can find this podcast and as well as some stars. I hope you have a great day and I'll catch you next time.